Praise the Lord. You may be seated. We are thankful that you are here and um, thankful that I, I know we have talked this morning about Shigunoth and, and Tefillah and a lot of technical terms and a lot of things that I don't fully comprehend, but I, I, I'm not going to go through all of that. You can re-listen to this morning or go back into August and hear about Habakkuk 1 and 2 and kind of, I just want to read this third chapter. I'll read one other scripture, but I just want to read this third chapter with what we learned this morning about some of these words. A prayer of Habakkuk, the prophet, upon Shigunoth, or Shigayah. And as I told you this morning, that word prayer, tefillah, it's an intense, an intense interaction. Oh God, look at what they're doing to us. Look at what's going on. It's not just now lay me down to sleep. It's not, you know, Lord bless the food. And most of us have had to pray a tefillah kind of prayer. We've had to wrestle God almost. We feel like grab holding, grabbing a hold of the horns of the altar. If you've never had to do that, let me just tell you, hang on. You're probably at some point are going to be faced with that kind of need to pray. The problem is, it's not enough just to get into that vein. you got to somehow bring it into Shigunoth, which means that ability to break out into praise or worship or singing or rejoicing. And seeing, instead of seeing all the issues, seeing God. Because you see, Habakkuk wrote, Babylon was on the border. The Assyrians had already conquered. He was probably one of the singers in the temple. He knew their days. The prophets had told him, you're going to keep acting wrong. You're going to keep doing what's wrong. And God's fixing to punish you. God's fixing to punish you. God's fixing to punish you. Anybody ever heard? The Lord's coming back. The Lord's coming back. Huh? Here we are seeing so much of the fulfillment of what's going on. And here's what <clears throat> all of a sudden, you know, you say Hamas, you say Democrats, Republicans, problems, issues that were voted in affirmative and all, okay, oh God, what are, what's going on? At some point, you got to get your eyes off all of that and get it back on him. And that's what Habakkuk did. Oh, Lord, I have heard thy speech, and I was afraid. He wasn't afraid of God, but he had reverence. You know what? If the Lord ever talks to you, let me tell you, everybody that heard from God fell as if they were dead. 
were on their face before God. And I know we're living in, a, in an hour and a day when I've heard people, you know, well, God told me to wear this tie and God told me to put on these, you know, this suit and God told me, God told me, God told me. And I'm thinking, man, if you really heard from God, you'd be picking yourself up off the ground. I'm just saying, you know, a lot of people use that kind of lightly. God told me, God told me, God told me. And, and do I believe God speaks? Yes, but I'm here to tell you, you, you have a reverent fear about it. You understand? You know, you know, it's just like, well, God told me to order a cheeseburger from McDonald's, so I'm going down to order. That's not God. You might want a cheeseburger, but it's not God telling you that. Anyway, here it is. He says, O Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years, in the midst of the years make known. In wrath, remember mercy. Been times whenever I said, Lord, yeah, I know I'm guilty. I know I've done wrong. Please be merciful. That's when you're turning it around. God, please be merciful. Then it says something, and I, I mentioned to you this morning because I, I don't know all of the ramifications of this because God came from Timna, which is Timon, which is in Edom, which is in the southern part, which is down by where Gaza Strip is, down in the south near the Red Sea. And then he said the Holy One from Mount Paran, which is up by the West Bank, up there by where Sinai is. And so here is this whole juxtaposition. What we do know is that it's almost like he was saying God came from Edom or man and the Holy One from Paran where the glory of the Lord shone and he said Selah. Then he said his glory covers the heavens and the earth was full of his praise. And when Jesus was born, I read it to you this morning, the angel said, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And they ran in to talk about the glory. Notice what it says. And his brightness was as the light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. And he had horns coming out of his hand. You know what horns represent? Altar. Power. He had authority, grabbing hold of the horns. He said, horns coming out of his hand. And there was the hiding of his power. While Jesus was here, what they didn't know, and he told them, I could have called 10,000 angels. I keep in my hands in my pockets right now. There'll be a time when he comes back and you're going to see don't think for one moment that Jesus has no power because he's letting things go on. All right. All right. 
Well, Lord, I don't know if you... <laughs> Let me tell you, when Habakkuk saw him, he saw 600 years before Jesus, he saw his eyes like fire. He got a revelation view of God coming back on his day. And he said, there was hiding of his power before him, before him. Wherever Jesus walked, before him went the pestilence. There wasn't a disease then nor now that is bigger. That's why like the three Hebrew boys that said, we don't know whether he's going to heal, but one thing we do know, one thing we do know, he is more than able. Pestilence has to run. Say, well, why doesn't he heal everybody? Why do I? I don't know, but you know what? Keep your eyes on him. And burning coals went forth at his feet. Everywhere he walked, he stood. Go ahead. Can you switch it to the next slide? And measured the earth. And he drove asunder the nations. And the everlasting mountains were scattered. And the perpetual hills did bow. His ways are ever... What, what Habakkuk saw was there is not a nation, I don't care, Russia, China, the United States, the UK, there is no earthly power that has more power than God. Amen. You may think, I don't understand. The, you know, the Lord is sitting back and letting things. But let me tell you, get a vision like Habakkuk. God is still in control. You may say, well, I don't get it. Let me tell you, he's still in there. He, here's what he said. I, I know my time. I saw the tents of Cushan in affliction and the curtains of the land of the Midian did tremble. The Lord was the Lord displeased against rivers? Was his anger against the rivers? Was his wrath against the sea? What he is saying is, there is nothing that can stop the power of God when God is up and marching. It's not that he's mad against the rivers. It's not that he's mad against the sea but he is able to just shake this whole world. That thou didst ride thy horses and chariots of salvation. And now it's almost like he was saying that there's going to come a time whenever they're going to ride through the land of Israel. We know Armageddon and ride through. He said, thou bow was made quite naked according to the oaths of the tribe. Even thy word, Selah, thou didst cleave, go ahead, the earth with rivers. The mountains saw thee and they trembled. The overflowing of the water 
passed by. What that was referring to is the Lord is going to release an overflowing water. When Jesus said, come drink of this water, the water that I will give you, the very fact that you know, we're heading off to go to the other side of the world and there are people there that are going to be worshiping and praising and dancing and talking in tongues. I want to tell you, it's, uh, and we have almost, we almost have a presence in every nation and that's just one organization, not counting what's going on behind the iron curtains and what other people and we, we hear and read. Things that we, you know what? There's an overflowing river that the Lord has released. He says, the deep uttered his voice, lifted up his hands on high. The sun and moon stood still in their habitation at the light of thine arrows they went and at the shining of thy glittering spear. I don't know what, I don't know what Habakkuk saw, whether it was asteroids streaking to the planet. I don't know what he saw. But you know what? It's when he got into this praise. Yes. He began to see all kinds of things. Let me tell you something. If you want to get a vision of God, you intensely get into his presence, keep worshiping, the Lord will show you the end of what's going to happen. And, and here's what he says. Thou didst march through the land in indignation. Thou didst thresh the heathen in anger. Thou wentest forth for the salvation of thy people, even for salvation with thine anointed. Thou woundest the head out of the house of the wicked by discovering the foundation unto the neck. He said, the axe is laid to the root. He's going to decapitate the enemy. That's what he saw. Selah. Think about that. Thou didst strike through with his staves the head of his villages. They came out as a whirlwind to scatter me. Their rejoicing was as to devour the poor secretly. Thou didst walk through the sea with thine horses, through the heap of great waters. When I heard, my belly trembled, my lips quivered at the voice. Rottenness entered into my bones, and I trembled in myself that I might rest. What? If you really get a vision of God and what God is fixing to do, it ought to make you feel like, Lord, I am glad I can enter into oh, your rest yes, sir. in the day of trouble. No matter what's going on, Lord, you got this. I don't care what it is, you got it. When that he cometh up unto the people, he will invade them with his troops. And then you know what he says? Here's where his final praise starts. 
Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vine. The labor of olives shall fail. The field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold. And there's no herd in the stalls. Yet, are you afraid of what's coming? No. Yet will I rejoice. <laughs> I don't know how bad it'll get. I, oh, I, I pray, Lord, take us out of here before we have too much persecution and all this. But you know, I'm going to be seeing folks that have to sit on their hands when they're in China because of the persecution. And they're going to be there an hour and a half to two hours before service dancing and shouting and rejoicing and running and leaping. I already got the list. What you can't talk about in Malaysia, what you can't say, they can come, the Chinese can come, we can go but they're going to worship. We haven't had that kind of persecution. We're still here. But what Habakkuk saw was no matter how bad it gets, yet will I rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. And you know what? From the top of my head, he makes my feet like what? That's deer. Now, I, we have lawn cows out at our house. I don't know if you've ever watched them. They, they don't even, neighbors got some fences to keep his cows in. Deer walks up to it, flick, doesn't even, doesn't break a sweat, has no, oh, tree, flick. I'll come in my yard and their little eyes will be looking at me. Like, do you belong here? Huh? And just a little hop. Why? Because just boom. You know what he said? Habakkuk said, he's going to make my feet like the feet that nothing that gets in my way is going to stop me from rejoicing. He will make me walk upon high places to the chief singer on the stringed instruments. What are you talking about? Prayer. Praise, trust, keep praising. What do you mean? Read one more slide and I'm through. Colossians, Paul wrote like this. If we have even the mystery which was hidden from ages and from generations is now made manifest to his saints to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles which is Christ in you. In you, the hope of glory, whom we preach, warning every man, teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man 
perfect in the day in Christ Jesus. What are you saying, Pastor? I, I'm saying, Lord, no matter what we go through, help us enter into that rest. Help us enter into the rest. What are you saying? In the midst of wherever we are, in the midst of whatever, oh God, help us remember you are coming again. You are coming again with 10,000 of your saints. You're coming again. He saw the Jesus coming. He saw the day of the Lord coming. You know what? We're still looking for the day of the Lord. I'm still believing. You say, Habakkuk, are you worried about the Babylonians? Are you worried about the Assyrians? Are you worried about Hamas? Are you worried about Israel? Are you worried about the Republicans, the Democrats? Are you worried? Let me tell you what I know. I know in whom I have believed. And he is able, he is able to keep that which I've committed unto it. And Habakkuk turned his worship back to God. That's all we know about him. Three little chapters. Don't know what happened to him. Don't know where he ended up. But what we do know is he talked to God. Let's stand. Let's come.